Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. T-minus 37 seconds. Fight with growing e equals MC. That all men are created About the future innovation. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Finding Your Frequency. My name is Ryan Treasure. We're bringing you another fantastic interview as we continue on our series of talking to some folks that are right here in our own backyard in the Phoenix metropolitan area. And uh, we continue that trend with Mr. Paul Cardosi. He's the president of uh, Mobile Moving and Storage Services Phoenix Units, right? Uh, they, they have these units. They drop them off at your house. Uh, you put stuff in them. They take it away. They store it for you. They bring it back when you're ready. For yep. whatever you want to do, right, Paul? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Ryan. We uh, we're excited to be here. So. Yeah, we we appreciate you taking the time. I'm sure, uh, you know, as spring gets into full effect here in the Phoenix area, that's when uh, you know most of the people get to start to get back outside. You know, doing a little bit more uh, stuff around the house and that kind of stuff. So I would imagine you guys are probably starting to get ready for your busy season. We are. Yeah, spring is you know kind of renewal for everything. Uh, you know. The environment and you know yeah. all, all of our landscaping and and our our homes. So it's a wonderful time. So you know uh, here at Finding Your Frequency, we we talk to a lot of professionals, uh, entrepreneurs, business leaders, thought leaders, uh, and and we always like to kind of you know go back to a little bit. And you know it's always fun to talk about you know how you're making money and what you do and all that, which is great. But you know I think our listeners want to know you know. What was the passion in the first place that drove you to, you know, decide that, hey, you know what, I'm going to get into the uh, moving and storage business. And and when was that time where you, you know, said, aha, right, I found my frequency, I'm going to do this, you know, tell us a little bit about that. That's a good question. You know, I had worked for almost 30 years in corporate America and, um, and decided to make a transition uh, into a, you know, our starting our own business. And we looked around, we studied a lot. Um, did a lot of research, and um, we we wanted a business that we could uh, that was growing, um, that we thought was um, future proof, and um, you know had opportunities in the Phoenix market. Uh, so we've been here for 22 years, and this is our home, and uh, we certainly want to stay here. And um, you know we found the portable storage industry, and liked it because there wasn't a ton of employees involved in it, and. Uh, it's a really simple business. Awesome. So, I mean, from an like an overhead perspective, when you when you talk about your business and not having you know a whole ton of employees, I mean, you guys are mostly having uh, like transport vehicles and a driver, right, to to move the unit from place A to place B or from place A to the storage or, and back and forth. Um, how many how many drivers and units are you guys currently deployed? Um, we have a little less than five hundred units right now. Okay, and uh, we have uh, three full time drivers and a couple of part time drivers on staff right now. Awesome. So as you were kind of, you know, drumming up the idea of, you know, let's start, let's start a unit business. Let's, let's do this. Um, what was the market space like at the time, you know, in the industry, uh, as far as, you know, dollars and cents concerned, right? Was it a, a $50 billion industry? Uh, you know, how, how large is this industry? 
You know, that's a good question. Um, back then, we started 10 years ago. Um, the industry was, you know, looking at a growth of in excess of $100 billion. Okay, yeah. You know, so, um, and I, I haven't that's done... huge. Yeah, it is huge. And I haven't done research on, on the numbers lately to see where that, uh, or, or if it's even changed. But it's a, it's a big, big industry. People store way too much and store too often. <laughs> You know, I got to say, I, I, I leverage storage myself. Um, I have a boat that they won't let me keep in my HOA. I can't park it in my driveway. It's too long to fit in the garage. Uh, so I have to pay for a parking space for that boat. And uh, it makes me upset every time. I not I don't have access, you know. Right, right. <laughs> we love guys like you, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny, too. I was at the storage place the other day, and it's like, you know, I'm there to pick up the boat and uh, bring it to the house to do some service work on it and get it ready, you know, because we're getting into that season. And uh, I'm sitting there and there's like this guy and he's got this roll up door open and I look inside of him, you know, I'm a curious kind of person. I look in there and he's got like a desk set up and he had electricity in his unit and, you know, he had one of the climate controlled ones. It was his office. You know, he used the, uh, the storage unit as office. He left his house every day, just like, you know, any other person does. And instead of going to work, he went to the storage unit and that's where his office and files and everything was at. And he worked off of his cell phone and uh, it was pretty interesting. I sat down and had a conversation with him for 10 minutes, but yeah, he runs his entire business out of the storage unit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've had people do the same thing um, at our location. Um, we've had them. We've delivered them to locations because they're portable and we can bring them anywhere. Right. Um, and we've had people use them for offices, extra bedrooms when the weather's <laughs> nice. Uh, Put the mother-in-law in the yeah, unit. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable uh, number of uh, things. So they're they're flexible and versatile. Yeah, but for you guys, um, you know, your market isn't necessarily the you know, hey, let me you know, store some stuff or use it as an office, even though you may have had some people that do that. Um, most of your usage is for those folks that are, uh, that are looking to do maybe some home renovations or something and need a place to put some of their stuff for a while. Correct. correct? Yeah, absolutely. That's um, right now that's over 50% of our business. Um, our rentals to that market uh, are, you know, in excess of, like I said, 50% for renovation and restoration. Right now, there's a lot of people in the industry uh, that are renovating their house and have interest in renovating their house. Uh, house Magazine uh, did a survey last year, mm -hmm. which identified, uh, I think, 77% of, uh, uh, of their po population interested in renovating and spending um, up a median point of ten thousand dollars right yeah for their for their yeah and I, I guess because a lot of people would you know probably rather uh fix the space that they're already in to their liking versus finding a new place to live right especially with the market it is right now in phoenix it's hot it is hot i yeah. mean we did an interview earlier today i was telling you off air uh you know with the folks over in scottsdale that you know run a real estate business and uh yeah ever since you know i guess about uh, 2016 till current arizona has been uh like a 10 percent year over year increase in in real estate stuff so uh the market is insane and even if you wanted to sell your house and go buy another one you know you better 
you better make a few extra bucks when be ready to go. Because even if you put a hundred thousand dollars down on the house that, you know, even like my own house, you know, if, if I went to go buy my own house for myself today, even with my own you know money and I put a hundred thousand dollars down on it, my payment would be higher than what it is now. Um, just because of the market's driving it that way. So I see a lot of people doing renovations. Yeah, the market's really bounced back uh, from 2008. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there are a lot of people doing um, a lot of work, um, and it's really paying off. Yeah, this other uh, bit of information that your PR company had sent over was from uh, 2018, where uh, you know half of homeowners uh, during this uh, this uh, uh, poll that they did planned on continuing reservation renovations in 2018, which was like 51 percent of the people that they talked to. So that's quite a, quite a huge number of people that are going to renovate, which means some good business for for your units, right? It is, yeah, absolutely. So we have a few units uh, available to rent now, but um, as we get um, into our peak season, late May and all through summer, um, we're typically sold out of every unit. Yeah, and that, mm-hmm. that, that's a good thing too, but why is spring such a great time for home renovation? You know, why are, why are people deciding, oh, it's, it's, it's March, let's, let's do something. I mean, we live in Phoenix, you could renovate all year long. A good question. Um, well, uh, spring, you know, because of the weather is so nice, it, it, it does allow for, um, you know, people to do, you know, renovation um, and leave their contents stored in a container right on their property. Uh, when it gets hot in the summer, a lot of times you don't want to store those items in a garage or on site. So, I mean, we do have uh, climate-controlled storage um, at our storage facility, so we can pick the container up and bring it back. But during the spring, it would allow you a little more flexibility. The costs are a little less in the spring, um, even from a standpoint of container rental and contractors, um, because they're not quite as busy now. Uh, Once we get into the peak season, um, mid-May through September, uh, the contractors, everybody's buried, you know, and costs go up a little bit. Yeah, I have a couple of friends of mine that are contractors. One is uh, does residential builds on. Uh, he's a carpenter, so he does framing and anything that has to do with wood. He's you know been doing it for mm-hmm. twenty years, so he's 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 really good at what he does. And uh, I had to have him. You know, I'm like, hey man, can you come over and fix my door. And he's like, no, I can't. And I'm like, why? He's like, I'm I'm booked literally six days a week up, mm-hmm. up until like November. Yeah. You know, and so I had to wait until November, you know, right right before Thanksgiving for my buddy to come fix my door. Not that I don't trust another person, but, you know, it's your buddy and I'd rather give him the business than somebody else. So I waited. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can tell that, you know, whether it's road construction or, you know, residential or any of that kind of stuff, it definitely does peak up uh, through those summer months. Uh, what, what about some tips and tricks maybe for, you know, some folks that are getting ready to do a home res- renovation? What, uh, what would you tell them, like, a good place to kind of start? A good question. You know, um, most um, the top three renovations in a home today are kitchen, bathroom, or, you know, living room. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, if, if you're going to do, for example, a kitchen or a living room, there's a lot of big items and a lot of expensive items that, um, you know, you need to store. You need to protect um, during the renovation because they can get dusty, dirty, et cetera. Um, and because of the expense of those items, it's important that, you know, you have a game plan in place to, you know, pack things properly and, um, and uh, store them properly. You know, the other thing you may want to consider also is... You know, if you're going to do a kitchen renovation, you may want to set up a temporary 
makeshift kitchen. Yeah. You know, with your refrigerator and a microwave and leave a few of your dishes out and, you know, um, utensils so you can... Yeah, eat. Yeah, you can still kind of, you know, make use of the stuff because nobody wants to keep buying paper plates. Yeah, exactly. Or eating out every night. Yeah. It can not, get costly. Pa- paper plates and eating out is not sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as you as you think about, you know, units and, and, and what you guys are doing, you know, kind of from a business perspective, and thank you for the feedback on, you know, renovations and, you know, how people can use the service. Um, you know, let's kind of just shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about you know, this, this business that you're in, you know, when you started this business, you know, you like, any, like any entrepreneur, right. And I, and I, I use this frequently on the show, you know, you walked off the plank into the unknown and just kind of had to, you know, trust the franchise, right. That you were working with, that you were going to be able to succeed. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the journey of getting to where you are now, uh, uh, and having, you know, multiple locations and, and those types of things. Well, you know, um, that's one of the benefits uh, of a franchise is that, you know, they've thought through a lot of this stuff and they have a lot of systems and training in place. And and that did help us uh, significantly when we got started because we didn't know anything about the portable storage business or the moving business at that time. So, you know, the franchise was there early on um, to help us and guide us, um, you know, through this. We started... Um, you know, just a small operation and f- approximately 50 containers and grew significantly much faster than we ever imagined. Um, and, uh, you know, it was it was great to have uh, a number of other franchises out there that we could go to and right. talk to, you know, not only the franchisor uh, and someone, you know, if you will, at headquarters, but then the other franchise owners that we could talk to about, you know, hey, what do you do with this situation? And yeah. how do you deal with no, that? That's always yeah. helpful to be able to have another voice who maybe has been there and done that portion that you're dealing with. Exactly. Yeah, so. we, we talk a lot about technology here. And, you know, that that network that you just spoke about is literally the, the definition of what artificial intelligence is. You know, it's just a whole bunch of data points uh, that allows somebody to, you know, gather or, or get to the information that they need much quicker than you normally would. And, you know, uh, that's cool that you guys have that resource. Do they give you, you know, I'm not going to sit here and make the show about a plug for units in their mm-hmm. franchise, but um, what kind of, do they give you cool tools to help you out? Like uh, uh, what kind of software or technology do they give you to help you be successful? You know, that's a good question. The, um, uh, we do have software that tracks all of our containers. Um, you know, we know where the container is, um, and, um, you know, we, we've got all the customer data in there. We, right. it, it does scheduling for us. Okay. So we know when we're going to deliver it, billing. when we're going to pick it up. <laughs> it does billing. Uh, absolutely. We have other technology in our uh, delivery vehicles. Um, you know, it's just simple two-way GPS uh, equipment that lets us know where all the equipment is at all times. How and fast the driver's driving. It does tell us that, <laughs> how fast they made the turn, yep. you know, but um, uh, the bigger well, part that, of that. Well, that stuff's important for you guys. I mean, it may it may sound like, oh, we have two-way GPS, but, you know, if I'm a... Uh, you know, if I'm a customer of yours, I want to know that when my stuff leaves on the truck, you know, that the driver's not, you know, turning it into Mario and Dreddy's, you know, Mario speed cart or something around the corner with all my, you know, my television or my whatever that might be in the unit. So, I mean, that data for you as a manager is probably extremely important. It is. I mean, it even tells us how fast they're braking, um, you know, and we get reports at the end of the week. Sounds uh, like Allstate's app. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's where they got it from. Yeah. But uh, no, it um, you know it's helpful. Uh, 
you know, the other thing is if we get an emergency situation for renovation or restoration, we know where the drivers are and we can, you know, uh, divert them to the next job and, and, you know, move on. So so that really allows you some flexibility to really service your customers leveraging those technologies. Exactly. You know, I don't want to get too deep in technology. Uh, I told you earlier I can talk about tech all day long. Um, do you do you know if Units is planning on using blockchain for for tracking? I mean, blockchain is a, a ledger. You know, uh, I I read in the news the other day there's um, some some distribution companies that are um, keeping track of produce. An example, like you know, the, everybody knows the good peaches come from Georgia, right? So uh, this farm is taking all of their peach product. Uh, and they're able to track it through real time and know exactly where every peach is at all times. Uh, and they had an instance where uh, because they were using the blockchain, they were able to uh, pull back a specific batch of peaches that came from one area of their, uh, is it an orchard? I don't know, peach trees, right? Mm-hmm. So they're orchard. Uh, and they were able to just recall those peaches and not the entire batch uh, because of the tracking capabilities of blockchain. So um, when I when I think about logistics, right, because that's a, a lot of what you guys do, I always think about blockchain. So that's a question I ask everybody that deals with logistics is, are you guys leveraging blockchain we are not at this time um, you know there's um, there's conversation and talk about GPS tracking devices on our equipment um, and RFID yeah. you know for local local use um, but uh, we're not doing anything <laughs> that sophisticated yet yeah, RFID is cool but I know a lot of construction companies here in the valley are leveraging that for like uh, you know keeping track of their trucks and their tools and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff so hopefully you guys get some uh, barcode scanners on your units soon yeah, That'll absolutely. Cool. So, well, that's cool. I always love to hear about the technology, what drives that, because I feel like ultimately, you know, the technology that you use, the personnel that you have, those are uh, the components that allow any business to provide really good customer service. Um, you know, having data and analytics and insights into what they want, uh, you know, allows you to make really good business decisions based upon that. Uh, and so as you guys are moving into your spring busy time, I'm sure you're starting to get prepared for, you know, all right, here we go. We're about to start renovating, right? Right. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. So a typical homeowner who's getting ready to renovate and uh, they wanted to get a hold of, you know, units uh, to, to find out about how, to, how your service works, what do they do to go about getting in touch with you guys? Well, there's a couple of ways. Um, you know, they can find us on the website at uh, unitsstorage.com. Um, and the, it lists all of our locations nationally. Okay. Um, we're the Phoenix location. Uh, my wife and I own it, and um, it'll show up. Um, they can call our phone number, um, you know, uh, which is 480-964-5000. Um, a lot of people see our containers on the streets and get the number off of those. Yeah, and, I've and seen call them. us directly. Yeah, yeah, when you gave so. me your card this morning and I saw that, I was like, hey, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're big billboards, you know. Yeah, you guys have mobile marketing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly. So so those are some of the ways. Um, and it's simple. You know, they make a phone call, and we a lot of times can get a container out the next day. Most of my competitors can't do that. Um, so that gives us an advantage because we're right. local, and we answer our phones locally. We don't rely on an off-site answering system or answering center. Um, you know, you have people that talk to people. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my biggest pet peeve, man. I like these big companies. I do a lot of technology stuff, like I had mentioned. So like I go to call Microsoft and I'm routed to, you know, some call center halfway across the world with a guy who says his name is Jim, but you know, his name is not Jim Smith. You're like, 
come on, man, you are not Jim. Just tell me that your name is, you know, whatever your Indian name is or whatever your, you know, uh, uh, Vietnamese name is or whatever. I hate that they try to make it all like, well, the Americans are calling, so we're going to you know, use American names. Like, I don't care if you outsource customer service. Just be real about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So our customer service is all located right here. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so is ours. Voice yeah. America's as well. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> so, Paul, what's next for what's next for you What's as an entrepreneur? What's next for units? Like, where, where do you guys go from here? Well, good question. Um, you know, we continue to grow, um, adding more inventory and containers um, yeah. and uh, drivers and trucks. Um, you know, we've um, expanded our, you know, business to business marketing, um, working with, you know, flooring contractors, oh. renovation, restoration. Okay, uh, that's good. So you're know. not just doing residential, you have, um, you know, contractors that are leveraging your services as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. A lot of it. Oh, that's awesome. I have uh, some folks for you to talk to. I just, we did an interview with uh, Audrey Manel. She's the president of uh, uh, one of the, one of the plumbing groups here. And I can't remember off the top of my head. I just did it. Um, you would know who it was. They've been in the Valley for like 75 years. Um, and then also talk to another company who does electrical contracting as well, who's using all kinds of really cool 3D glasses and technology to manage all their jobs. So um, when we get done with this, I'll, uh, uh, I'll give you some information so you can connect with them because, I mean, these are they're doing contract jobs and all that sure. kind of stuff. So that'd be good to connect the two. And let's leverage the Voice America Network, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Right on, Paul. Well, hey, I appreciate I appreciate you coming in today and uh, uh, telling us a little bit about what you guys got going on. Again, give out the website and the phone number so that way anybody uh, that's here in the local area can uh, uh, find out more about you. Uh, thanks. It's uh, Units uh, Moving and Portable Storage of Phoenix, and our website is unitsstorage.com, and our phone number is 480-964-5000. Awesome. You guys heard it here. Units, you guys go check it out. If you're getting ready to do some renovation items or something for your house for the spring, get that new kitchen rocking and rolling. You know, maybe you got a flooring project and you're sick of that carpet and you know that uh, all that dust is coming from the summer. So maybe you want to get rid of that. Uh, Units got a, a, a product for you. Store your stuff. Uh, place for you guys to keep it uh, while you get those renovations on. Paul, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks. Really appreciate the opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make sure you check out our podcast. We bring you a bunch of podcasts every week, multiple. Uh, you can check them out all over iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, the big boy Spotify, uh, now really aggregating a lot of new content. So go check us out there. And of course, always on voiceamerica.com and on the website, findingyourfrequency.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2, and at Voice America TRN. <laughs> 